Yes, hello and welcome to the THQ podcast. So in this episode, what I'm going to be talking about is a little bit more in depth about injuries and posture and what we can actually do to prevent them. Um, sometimes why, the, uh, why, why injuries are caused um, and why we're feeling tired. Just as much as I can elaborate on that, that subject as possible. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of a different way. So I'm going to... Look at my laptop here, I know it's hard for me to, I'm going to try and explain in detail the best I can for people that are listening to this on the audio version and I'll physically be able to explain uh, to people who are watching it obviously on the video. So, um, starting off with injuries as well, what we, what we tend to look at as well is looking at people's posture. So, if you tend to feel like you're a lot rounded on the top um, and it's more of like a flat back posture, so you, you, your shoulders are pulled quite forward and you feel like you're arched over. Um, a lot of that can actually come from hamstrings as well, not necessarily um, just coming from our upper body and a front delt here, but a lot of it can come from a hamstring. So one of the um, things that I would look at to someone, if someone was like this, I'd look at how tight they're actually in the hamstrings, because nine times out of ten, it's coming from there. Um, and when they're actually trying to squat, they're raising up on the toes as well. And it comes from things that we've done in the past. So I can remember um, interviewing Barney from, um, from Whaley that he was his past what he did in the past was like a lot of a lot of biking and a lot of climbing that would made his hamstrings go up very tight and his, his climbing was over here and it made made him become like in this sort of posture. So uh, what we started to do is foam roll daily his hamstrings and stretch his hamstrings. Now when we're doing things we have to do these things daily. They have to be habit that we implement daily if you want you can't just do a few stretches at the end of a workout every now and then and expect these things to become more flexible you have to do something as simple as just touching your toes on a daily basis giving yourself 10 minutes to stretch stretch them hamstrings and foam roll with them hamstrings if you don't know what foam rolling is drop me a message and i'll explain it to you and i'll send you a video of how to do it and in the strength room what you can then do as well, if you feel like this, is work on the posterior chain muscles, so any muscles that are in the back of your body, so a lot more pulling movements. In the THQ sessions, we obviously do full body workouts, um, and if there's certain exercises that don't feel a benefit in you, we, we change them. So um, obviously we can look at that as your, as your posture, but if you do feel you like that, we'll prioritize in the strength room, do a lot of pulling work, a lot of rear delt work, working on it, making sure that all these muscles are getting pulled back, so we're actually helping a posture, and that um, is, is going to help. And what would I, I would probably recommend at some point as well, you do back attack the program. Um, it's one of the specialized programs with the trainers that will really help us understand how to train the posterior chain and actually build the back a lot more and bring ourselves out. Um, but that, that is a little bit of advice. Now, another one is if you feel like you're arched forward. So if you feel like your your general posture is, is arching forward, this can come from like a lot of so you, you, your arch is not necessarily up, it's in the back. So you feel like you tilt forward, so your anterior pelvic tilt um, is tends to be not necessarily tight hamstrings, but comes from a lot of our hip flexors as well. So it's good to strengthen our abs if our abs are quite weak and and our, our ham, um, hip flexors are quite tight. So you may have been in the sessions where we are working, um, we do a lot of hip bridges and glute bridges and a lot of glute work. This is something I suggest that you do at home. So something as simple as a glute bridge, up and down, um, 
even if it's just for like 20 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, um, five sets of 20 reps, um, that is massively going to help. And I would recommend you do something called the dead bug as well. That's going to activate our core a lot more. Um, and that is a bit, obviously, if you've got any spinal issues as well, you can't be doing these type of exercises and you have to go and see a physio. Um, and we will obviously work alongside that and we'll work with you alongside that. But that's more of a physio. This is more just preventing um, and helping mobility. And if you feel like you're very tight, not neglecting your tight muscles and things and making sure that you're paying extra attention to it. So if you go into our members area, um, there is um, how to do the dead bug on there. right? So generally, if you feel like you are struggling to do deadlifts and we can change deadlifts and we can work on a little bit of glute work until you're actually ready to get back up there or there's different variations of the deadlifts that we can do so just ask us we'll look at your check your posture as well but obviously it requires you to look at what you're doing as well and make them daily changes outside of it so um i hope that's obviously um, very helpful um that is a little bit more of what i want to go over there so now on to more of the main main podcasts and um, avoiding injuries. So when I look at the upper body, um, we look at not necessarily like overreaching all the time. So when we are shoulder pressing, if we're not completely stable, for example, so what I mean by overreaching is if you take the muscle through the full range of work, movement and then you want to make it a little bit easier, a little bit of rest in the top when you do that, Taking the muscle out of shape is going to force the shoulders to run it in, puts them in an unstable position. It's all about keeping our joints nice and stable. Okay? And again, we're going to look at upper body. It's about going too deep with the exercise to get it some sort of rest. So we say we're oh, going to stick on the shoulder press because it's easy for me to maintain. As you're coming down here, you come too low, it's easier at that point. It's easier. That is putting your shoulders in a dangerous position. You're going to put it in, you're going to push up, and it's all about. Make it, don't look for the easiest part of the movement, look for the hardest part of the movement and stay in the hardest part of the movement because nine times out of ten that's going to be the safest part of the movement as well. Okay? Um, lower body, um, again it comes with making sure we're nice and flexible and don't be afraid to do body weight stuff. When we're looking at the squat position, when we're squatting down make sure that we sit back, yeah? We're not looking at, if, we, if our knees start to bow in, or our knees tend to come over the top of our toes, we do recommend that you use our heel step. There's a reason we've got that heel step because it elevates the heels, opens out the hips a little bit more, and we tend to be able to get a lot better squat with people that use the heels, and it really does, um, it, it really does help. Um, deadlifts, if we do struggle with deadlifts, and we struggle to get the form and don't, don't feel right, especially RDLs, these are very advanced movements now. Do not worry, we can start to obviously, like I've mentioned at the start of the podcast, is to work on that flexibility daily as well, but we can adjust these exercises. And don't worry if we have to change them for working on, say, rear lunges, um, working on goblet squats, working on super shoes. These are still going to be effective movements, right? Uh, but just because you can't do it at the exact exercise that we've wrote down on the board, do not worry. We can change it, we can adjust it, and you still get an effective workout. We'll still find a way of hitting a muscle group that we are working at, working on, but just in a bit more safer one that, that suits you and your posture and how you're made up um, and your flexibility and your mobility at that particular time. And everything can be progressed, but let's just regress things if we need to so that we can still give you an effective workout um, as much as possible. <coughs> 
Mind-to-muscle connection. Mind-to-muscle connection is, is very important. So what, what I mean by mind-to-muscle connection is, is understanding like your muscle that you move. Like for me now, my chest, I can feel my chest, I'm focusing on my chest. And then as I'm chest pressing, I'm squeezing. If we do that and we slow the reps down, we are gonna be avoiding injury because we're not just pushing away as fast as we can and just being reckless in our execution. We're controlling the movement down and now if we slow it and concentrate on a form, like it's the same principle, you slow and concentrate on something, it's gonna be a lot safer and it's gonna be a lot more effective. That could even mean your, your food. When you're concentrating on an actual good meal, you feel fuller because you're concentrating on your food. So it's the same with training. You're slowing things down and you concentrate on the actual movement. Nine times out of 10, as a byproduct, it will be a safer movement rather than being reckless in your execution. Talking about diet, if you eat better, it's gonna reduce inflammation a lot more. You're gonna be, you think back to, let's say I think back to for me when, like, when I was training over Christmas, like I managed to maintain a pretty decent body weight over Christmas, yet I was eating and drinking a hell of a lot more than what I usually was, right? I was weight training on a daily basis, but my back hurt, my knees hurt, and my back never hurts. My knees never hurt when I'm on diet. They don't hurt now when I'm training, right? But when I'm eating a bad diet, yes, I might be able to keep my body fat down, but I start to pick up these little niggles and little injuries because of the crap food that was going through to my body. So making sure that we eat better on a consistent basis as well is gonna help prevent injuries. It's gonna make our knees feel better. It's gonna make our back feel better. It's gonna make our joints feel better. It's gonna make our shoulders feel better, everything. When we train, if we have a few of us on a decent food, trust me, you will feel better and you'll avoid injuries 110%. Stretching daily. I mentioned about stretching before. You have to stretch daily if you are tight, right? And sometimes it's like, again, it's this going all in approach is that I remember when I first started training, like I was, my hamstrings was really tight, really, really, really tight. And I had um, a little bit of an, my, Carbs really tired. Also from football, I used to play football early Saturday, Sunday mornings, um, like going there, probably still drunk from the night before, not warming up, and years of doing that, um, it made me really, really tight, right? So when I started to weight train, I had to foam roll and stretch on a daily basis to actually be, I'm not like the most flexible now, but I'm flexible enough to prevent injuries and keep me in a nice place, but that actually come from doing it daily. I must have done it every single day for like a month. And then now I just do it once or twice a week. So it's, again, it's getting, getting that flexible, getting that flexibility, going all in, all in, I love the all in approach. And then starting to, maybe you have to do it a couple of times a week to maintain it, but you've got to earn it at first. It's like with anything, like our sessions will help with flexibility. Obviously we can, we can get anybody into the perfect, movement we just regress the exercise and we slowly get you better to you your form gets better and as you get stronger you learn weight training that is going to help your flexibility of course it is um, as well but the more we have to regress the exercises the longer it's going to take you to progress and the longer it takes to progress the more you risk of sort of losing interest and losing motivation so we don't want to keep regressing everything if we notice something that needs working on an, on, on a daily basis you need to do it outside the gym then do it do it. We're doing it for your benefit so you stay motivated so that when you come in, we can progress the exercises a lot quicker. You progress your transformation a lot quicker um, and it's win-win.
no really more to, to say on that. If you're progressing, then that's that's what we're here for. Now, I always talk about training is you know, you've got to be focused and you've got to really put one hundred and ten percent effort in. But sometimes one hundred and ten percent effort in isn't necessarily just aggression, just making sure you go and heavy as you can and do that is mindless like sort of training. Aggression is a training hundred percent what you can do at your how you're feeling for that day, but your ability level. And it's not aggression is good to get a little bit of aggression, get right, I'm gonna get that extra rep, I'm gonna push that. It is good. Um, and sometimes you do have to sacrifice your odd bad rep, but as a general rule, make sure you're nice and controlled within your approach. And that guys is everything that I sort of it sort of can help you, I think, with, with preventing injuries and what you have to look at injuries. And, and sometimes injuries aren't clear cut, a lot of it, and it can be just what we're consuming and the food we're consuming is why we get injured all the time. So um, that's just something to think about, and I, and I hope that helps. So, guys, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, um, and I'll see you all very soon. Take care.